Listener Production. The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. Everyone relax, this is Tofop with Friends. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello and thank you for watching. We're both here. Yeah, we're both here, and this is exciting because this we have done this uh, we have done this arrangement with these guests in a in on their home turf, but uh, uh, Tommy and Carl from the Little Dum Dum Club have come to Tofop Studios, which is uh, a couch that they are sharing in Melbourne somewhere. I assume. Yeah, that's right. In fact, they've they've literally not well, they've gone to one or the other of their houses yeah. uh, to sit together while the two of us are in completely different places. Yeah, and they're here to talk about uh, their 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 Kosamui, the podcast festival they do in Kosamui, Little Dum Dum Club. Yes, uh, we get to it eventually. There's some ribald takes in the first twenty minutes, but uh, if you listen to the Dum Dum Club, you know that's par for the course. Yes, uh, it's very on brand. It's their this. I mean, look, our conversation can get a little loose on this podcast, but this one. Um, we lean into the looseness because that is the Little Dum Dum Club way. So if you are somebody who is, um, I don't know, easily um, offended, if you're a snowflake, is that what you're saying? You (laughs) can't say anything anymore, you know, Charlie. Like what happened to the larrikin? Uh, If you've ever asked the question, what happened to the larrikin? Well, (laughs) two of those larrikins are on this show today. And, um, yeah, it goes to lots of fun and funny places. But, um, you know, if you are somebody who is easily offended, then the Little Dum Dum Club is probably not for you and this conversation is probably not for you. Well, if you're not if you're not into this, then why don't you check out one of the other podcasts yes. that are in the new Everyone Relax feed, uh, new Tofop, new Philosophy, even Two Guys, One Cup is back. Um, so uh, get into it, listen to our pods. If you like them, maybe tell someone, maybe share it around. Don't keep it to yourself. Yeah, you don't have to put so many maybes in there. Do it. <laughs> Do yeah, it. If do you it. like it, do tell it. somebody else about it. Everything now in this one feed, everyone relax. So, you know, you don't have to love all the podcasts that are here, but, you know, check some out, uh, see if you like them, choose, uh, you know, episode by episode what you're into and have a look around and uh, we'll be making cool stuff uh, all year long. So get everybody to subscribe. Oh, no, you don't subscribe anymore, do you, Charlie? Follow. You follow. It's going to take Everyone us to most of the year to get that right, I reckon. And then I'll right. change it for 2025. Could, It'll yeah, be a new exactly. term. Oh, you don't say the F word anymore. Yeah, linger. You don't follow linger. It's linger now. Yeah, we need to get linger in our podcast. Yeah, feed. clink the so Zop Latin all- and <laughs> <laughs> to get all your podcasts. All right, without further ado, here is Tommy and Carl. Right, do we start this? Yeah, is you this can start. No, we've, we've, we've recorded okay. an intro separately, so this is just meant to be a natural, organic uh, beginning oh, okay. to the conversation. Welcome to Tofarp. It's, it's me, your regular host, Carl and Tommy. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got two very special guests this week. A um, couple of rank amateurs, Charlie and Will. <laughs> yeah. be great if we actually just did outsource Tofop to other podcast partnerships <laughs> oh. instead of us actually we talked just so literally bad. just bring in other duos yeah. to mm. just do the can, show on our behalf. Can we be the Australian Tofop experience? Yes. Can we be that? Can we just tour oh, the yes. country like that? Yeah. Do RSLs Tofop and stuff. down under. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's actually really good. <laughs> mm. I think, and you We're guys happy to find s- a Thailand branch for you guys too and uh, we'll just take a little cut <laughs> off the back. Yeah, Typhop. Yeah. I mean, Typhop's <laughs> an easy one. Yes. <laughs> well, you got to wet your beak a little. Uh, well, you got a, fr- a franchise. Yeah, so th- 
this is a crossover, I guess, more than a replacement though, Charlie. Like this is like, you know, four podcasters, three separate yeah. rooms. I love that Tommy and Carl have actually <laughs> done the right thing and got themselves in the same room together. We're no. not. We're in different parts of the country on different screens, but they are sitting beside each other on yeah. the one screen. which too close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so close to each yeah. other, like literally <laughs> joined at the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a, it's the it's the meeting of the the two mobs, the the two old school mm. families, isn't it? Because I mm. think we're yeah. the we're the kind of like the original, the two original comedy podcasts of Australia, and the two ones left standing. We're like the um, we're like the the SNL Saturday Night Live and The Simpsons. You know, we've we've <laughs> we were big, and then other better things came along, but we're still around. <laughs> we're still going. <laughs> yeah, and like The Simpsons, I hope there's a little bit of a. You know what? I think it's good again. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, they should yeah. tune back in. I think they've got their shit together again. Yeah, yeah. it's should, came back. It's come back should, around. Yeah. Should Tommy be doing that Indian voice all the time? Maybe we should recast <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I thought we could do more of a, like a hey hey it's Saturday thing where we take like so we get cancelled, but then we come back and do like a run of six shows oh, yeah. with a lot of hype and stuff until yeah you know Tommy does an Indian accent or something like that, and then we get cancelled yeah, again. Yeah, I well, bring we, out my famous dance. I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's only four of us. We should have about sixteen of us, like <laughs> tiny little. Minor characters jumping in as well. That would be really good, especially for an audio medium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Having a puppet on a podcast would be a great move. Oh, no, wait. Well, We've I, actually I, done I that. Know who, I know who we could get involved though, Charlie, yeah. because Charlie, you have a connection with this person mm. and I think he must live quite near to me because I've spotted this person twice in the last couple of weeks. Oh, no. Available for this exact role. Yeah. Like hasn't been working that much. Used to Uh-oh. like have a lot of international heat. Went through a bit of a tough period. Is this but, like, can we guess? Was? Can we play a game? Can we guess who yeah. it is? Uh, is and is so she, TV, TV is star. This- or, sorry, you go, Carl. Well, is, is, I think is, I think Carl's already got an initial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Carl yeah. feels pretty confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Is this a person? Is this a yeah? Is this the person that you sent me a, a picture of of you walking about five meters behind him? Just just the back <laughs> of this person. Oh, no. You know what? I, that's good. I've actually put out some disinformation and misinformation that's thrown you off the – it is oh, not ostentatious. So you still live. <laughs> so I've moved from – so this will give you an insight though, Tommy and Carl, if you need to know how I operate around the suburbs in which I live. I lived in that suburb that Ostentatious lived in. We shared a suburb. We would have, must have lived within, I would say, five kilometre zone of each other for uh, 19 years. This is, this is great, and, by the way, that we don't even need to name the suburb. We just call, we just know it as the suburb that Ostentatious lives in. That's how, <laughs> that's how big he is still. <laughs> well, I mean, it is one of Sydney's most ostentatious <laughs> right. suburbs. Oh. And I mean that literally the yeah. other meetings. You mean I wonder the if shit of suburbs? Yeah. The suburb of Australiana. <laughs> <laughs> the most annoying suburb in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, Ostentatious would like, live nearby, would walk the streets as Ostentatious. This is the thing that you've got to know about Ostentatious <laughs> is that you get the full, like dark sunglasses, right. hair slicked back, dark suit, like the whole, at all times, if you run into Ostentatious, you 100% know that it is Ostentatious that Great. you run into. No Clark and Kent. for... 19 years, 
I would see him minimum of at least once a month, just randomly on the street, minimum of once a month. Never said hello, never acknowledged he was there, managed to keep up that facade and that dance for 19 years while occasionally he would float over to my Facebook page to leave horrible comments. But, like, we would literally dance around each other in this suburb for 19 years and I have recently moved from that suburb so now feel like I can – I can speak about this. I feel like this, oh, great, this right. dance is finally over. Yeah. I've moved to a new suburb. Yep. I'm in a different part of Sydney. Yeah, I moved to Palestine. About the fact. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, should have, you should have walked past him and like playing ACDC and you go, I love ACDC, but uh, how did Bond die? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What was the abuse you were getting on your Facebook page? Just like I saw you down at the chicken shop and you didn't say hello, you fucking yeah, rude piece of you, shit. No, it's got to be Australian puns. If he insults you, it's all going to be Australian yeah, yeah. puns, right? Yeah. Well, no, because that would imply somebody else was then going on my website and writing those jokes for him. <laughs> so that's... Uh, <laughs> He's... He's got a very he's got a very anti-Jewish conspiracy thing about him. He's just seen you walking down the street, looked at your pants and gone, I can't see a foreskin there. <laughs> oh my god, I'm onto you. <laughs> Uh, it is a, uh, I, I, he's a like he lives in and well, what I believe he lives in like Vaucluse in Sydney is where Austin I can blow up his spot now that I don't <laughs> live there. You don't live there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your other neighbour? Will the other famous guy that used to see getting milk from the shops and stuff. Oh well, uh, George Doctor Miller, Dr. George, George Miller, Miller. Mad Max. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I was going to yeah, say no. if it was if the other neighbour was ostentatious, I was going to go with Vince Sorrenti, but <laughs> okay, that's fine. George Miller, Elliot <laughs> Goblet, uh, runs the local <laughs> news agents. <laughs> the amazing Jonathan lives there as well. That's cool. <laughs> David Straussman's there doing shows for the kids. It's a retirement home for Rita Rudner's out in your granny flat. Great, Rita. Right? Yeah. Well done. Well done, Carl. Good stuff. That is some good quality old school people who used to tour Australia. Rita, run Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. When you were at TAFE, you were like um, house sharing with the four kinsmen, all four of them. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, I hope there's a lot of people that like the '80s Australian comedy that listen to this podcast because there's a lot in it for them, not much for anyone else. Yeah. Carl's like, I know these guys talk about Batman a lot. I'm gonna have nothing to contribute on that front, so I'll just get all the oh, 80s we've moved Australian on. comedy references We've moved on from those days, Tommy. We're, not, we're no longer Batman obsessed. I think uh, really? I remember the last conversation we had like that. Oh, we, we've been around long enough, uh, Tommy, that like at the start of our podcast, we like literally most of the conversations we would have would be like, oh, you know what would be great? If they didn't just make like one superhero <laughs> movie every three years, they had these expanded <laughs> universe and you could keep telling stories and there's so many. And then we got that and it turns out we were yeah, wrong. Yeah, we hated it. We were so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we did not want what, want what we thought we wanted. Well, I mean, it's great because you guys have finally got Russell Crowe the other week and, and now you've got us, yeah. the, the next logical step. Right. 30-odd yeah. foot of cunt. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm keen to know though, who's so, this who's this celeb that yes. you, okay, I'm gonna guess. So it's not okay, we've ruled so, out ostentatious and Vince Sorrenti, I'm assuming right. uh, by association. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So this is a like a modern day take on somebody who was we were talking about Hey Hey at Saturday. Yep. We were talking about the idea of like, you know, something being a really big hit, yep. but then oh, there being like it. a I've scandal. Got, can I buzz in? 
Yes. Uh, yes. Well, there was a scandal, was there? I'm, I, I retract my buzz. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, but is it someone who was beloved in like the mid 2000s and has since, like their work has dated quite quickly since and people no longer look, although still very popular, not as many people look back as fondly on said comedian? Well, I mean, I think we might be talking about the same person. You, mm. you, Is it Chris yeah. Lilly? Yeah, Chris oh, Lilly. Of course it's Chris Lilly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ostentatious of now. Okay, great. Yeah. And so I've seen Chris Lilly twice at the local shop uh, in like in, in I would say the, so he's either holidaying or lives near you, where I am. Are you at sure the or did you just see an Asian lady? Presume <laughs> the rest. Yeah, one day it was an Asian lady and one day it was like African an American rapper. Girl, and then it was like yeah, a rapper. It was like <laughs> They're all together on my train. This is weird. Chris Lilly all around me. I never saw any imagine, of them at the same time. Imagine that. I'm just a person going up to random ethnic people and going You've yeah. done it again, I'm a, Chris. It's like, man, I'm a, I'm that would be good. Boys. It would be like being John Malkovich but being Chris Lilly. Everyone around you looks different but yeah. he's Chris Lilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, like just going up to random actual Asian people going, that's yeah. disgusting, <laughs> How do you do that without putting your fingers up to the yeah, – that's, oh, that's weird. That's weird. He's like They're Genghis worst, Khan. Man. People of all nationalities kind of look a little bit like Chris Lilly. There's a bit of his DNA in everyone on earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when I said scandal, Charlie, I did mean that there's like yes, that his work now has dated quite like, quickly. People have kind of revisited like mm. the idea that well, I mean, I think you say dated really quickly, which implies that it was fine when he was doing it. Mm. But like I think we've all realized since that maybe it wasn't fine when he was doing it in the first place. <laughs> where yeah. that we were all we were we had a bit of a blind spot in our uh, so I was, I'm interested in Chris because Charlie. I don't know if you guys know this, but Charlie worked with Chris. I was friends oh, with Chris. Oh, that's why he's being very quiet. Yes, right. oh, no, because yeah, I, right. I was trying to think. Yeah. as like, do I, I have any stories? But he was like, we were friends, but he was very, uh, like, very yeah. private person. Like, he, we didn't. I don't. We sort of used to text more than we'd actually sort of talk. And then I remember the last time I saw him uh, when you guys were like growing up in Shanghai together. Up in <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. You went to an international school in Hong Kong. Yeah. You'd always want to come yeah. to Australia. You- <laughs> uh, no, the last time I saw him was yeah, two other best friends, a guy from Tonga and a girl called Jemai. Yeah, this, yeah, this teenage girl too. She's a South African, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, the last time I saw him was oh, just before my 40th birthday because I remember – he was very nervous. Like, you know, sometimes you can tell when you say hi to someone and they're like sort of scrambling. Then he was uncomfortable. I don't know what it was about my presence, but he blurted out, oh, I can't come to your birthday. And then was like, oh, I'm sorry. Was that meant to be a surprise? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's fine. Oh. It's fine. It's-. And, oh, then, oh. and then that was the last interaction. I was like, oh, that was an incredibly awkward conversation. Like, I don't, it was weird. He was felt, he like- I think. It's like I spooked him and he and he scrambled for the right. first thing he could remember about me, which is like Gemma had obviously invited him to my birthday and so he just blurted out, I can't make it, even though it was like six months from when I we can't make it to your birthday, but uh, a certain school girl that yeah, I'm yeah, friends yeah. with might be yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll come if it's a costume party, that's for sure, but if it's a normal party, nah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to get him eight presents because the whole gang's turning yeah. up, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I can't. You understand, it's Chinese New Year. We have to celebrate that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we found 
found out Charlie's friends with him and then we went in harder. I, mean, I love podcasting. With that, with that level, like, I mean, he should have been made King of Moomba by now, right? Isn't it like every King of Moomba? Oh. Just, like within three years they dig up something. It's very milkshake duck. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, he could be the king and queen. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Just really quickly. Or the emperor on each seat. of Mumba, the fir- yeah. Mumba's first emperor. <laughs> 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 the the honourable leader first- of Mumba. <laughs> <laughs> when did it first go wrong for Mumba? Like was it Zig and Zag or is there pre-Zig oh. and Zag? Mm. Zig and Zag was my like, first. Because I know Zig and Zag were kings of Mumba. And but, yeah, like, th- th- he- th- they were kings, but I don't think they get like, got caught or found out for quite a while after that. I think I don't. Yeah, they Would weren't right? discovered to be pedophiles and then made kings of Moomba. <laughs> or one was actually. <laughs> yeah. Let's not. Well, by the way, not, just one. We should separate Zig from Zag. Yeah. Like I don't know which one it was, but oh, yeah. either Zig or Zig Zag, or Zag oh, right. did it. Only Zag. Only right. Zig or Zag did it. Right. That was <laughs> oh, that was a problem. One of them zigged when they should have zagged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was way more keen to take on the Moomba gig than the other one. <laughs> one yeah, one of them had to come up with the wearing ice cream on their head. Well, that Conor was the Fruiter. one. Yeah. Fruiter was king of Mumba one year, so Chris Lilly is in with a chance. If he turned up as um, oh. um, oh, yes. Tonga, uh, Jonah from Tonga yeah. or something, he could be king of Mumba. Because oh. Mark Mitchell probably wasn't Greek, right? <laughs> Doesn't sound like a great name. <laughs> I got my photo one. with um, uh, uh, Conor Fruiter, but like mm. in 2005 I was at some, I think it was like a Good Friday appeal and I saw him and I went and got a photo and I was so wrapped but – in the photo, I was so nervous about meeting him. I had a huge sweat stain under my arm, so I couldn't show anyone the photo because well, it was so gross. I think – I don't reckon you were the only one in the picture with a huge sweat stain, so I reckon. <laughs> but anyway. Which one is it, Will? Zig well, or got- Zag? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it was Zig. We, we, um, Zig's cancelled. Zag's still fine. Oh, oh, nice. Do you think he auditioned Zag's- for New Zigs after that? Like, has anyone taken on the gig of New Zig? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Has, has, has Zag – is he still like? Does he still hold the fact that he was king of Moomba? Have they taken it off Sig? But Zag officially still has been the king of Moomba. Well, that? it turns out I don't know if they were kings of Moomba or whether they were Moomba regulars. Oh no, they weren't kings of Moomba. They were predators of Moomba. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that they were brought yeah. in too. <laughs> Only Zig, not Zag. Is king of is, <laughs> separate Zig and Zag? <laughs> is king of Moomba a title like President of the United States, where you then just have to be addressed as King of Moomba for the rest yeah. of your yeah, life? Yeah. Even even now, if yeah. you see one of him in the street, you got to be like King of Moomba. It's a yeah, and they, 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 had, they had to fly. They had to fly yeah. Zig. And Zag on different jet star flights to each <laughs> yeah. city. They, they couldn't have them both on the same jet at the same time. I mean, yeah. it, it seems like there was a couple of reasons for that at <laughs> the end of the day. But. Pardon my ignorance, but is, is Mumba still happening? Did they still do it or did COVID sort of kill that? Yeah. I think yeah. it still happens. Yeah. It's still happening. Yeah. 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 Do the yeah. Bird, does a um, Birdman yeah. rally, the most pointless contest ever, does that still mm-hmm. happen? Oh, my it's, God. I still love believe the it still goes. Rally. It's the only good thing about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I, you, I couldn't name another thing about the Moomba Festival. Water um, skiing. The water skiing contest down the Yarra. And the parade. Mm. And the parade. Mm. And the, parade. the uh, child molestation behind the toilet blocks. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh. That I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember that, that well. Yeah, I now mean, that you mention it, it's yeah, coming back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I don't I've remem- been suppressing I don't it, but it's coming uh, back to I gotta me. Go. <laughs> I think i got to go. I think i got to go. Last time I remembered that, I was about six, though, so it's, yeah, it's hard to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the full details, whether that was part of Moomba or. <laughs> uh, All I remember is like a cone coming towards me, and then that mm. was it. I can't remember anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Did it have a red um, nose on it? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd just like to point out I'm I'm joining in with this and I'm having a great time, but I I, mm. I do not know who Zig and Zag are. I mean, I've put uh, it together over yeah. the course of this conversation. You know what? I, if I can find a picture, mm. I can whack it, I can bring it up yeah. and show you guys. I, Please do, because I, I think Tommy would like to see like what Zig and Zag Say Zig and Zag. Like you can figure yeah. it out for yourself. Yeah, I'd be yeah. I'd be shocked if you weren't within five degrees of what Zig and Zag are. I reckon the cone might have been the bit that like that's the level of detail that the three of us laughed at the cone because we knew what we were. T- whereas Tommy was a little bit like, okay, I hadn't, I hadn't put a cone in my little <laughs> mental image that I put yeah. into my head. What's the cone yeah. about? Okay. Yeah, yeah. How, how about this? Show me the picture, and I'll try and uh, I'll try and work out which one is the uh, you know, <laughs> oh right, the molester. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay, here we well, go. Well, they did have their names on their hats normally. So. <laughs> <laughs> did they? I thought they just had the like. Can the, you see uh, that? Oh, here we go. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Yeah, 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 I can. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say they just had the sponsorship on there, so they've got. Oh, they, oh, they've got it on their shirts. They've got the names on their shirts. Oh, okay. Zig and yeah. Zag, right. Oh, okay. So Zig was the the bad boy, the bad boy of mm-hmm. ice cream clowning. Okay. But in terms so of this photo uh, Zig's of them on the left. Out, outside of makeup, mm. uh, yeah, I'm going to say, th- yeah, are they in the same order in both photos? Yes. Like, are they both yeah, the ones on the left? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I which would, one is the one, the one sure. we don't like anymore? Uh, the one playing the Zig. The, uh, the one playing the little. I would have thought it was the banjo. other one from like if I met those clowns. Like, well, that's defamation, though. <laughs> no, now no, to no. say what you've just said. <laughs> no, I said <laughs> I, I would have everything thought. up until up until this point. We were having quite a good time, and it was fun, and it's all yeah. on the public record, and we can't get in trouble. But yeah. uh, <laughs> what you've just said is the other one looks more like the pedophile. I would have thought it's just an opinion. <laughs> can't be sued for an opinion. Can you? Yeah, yeah. Can you mm. can you get sued for saying you look like something bad? Like you're not saying there's something bad. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. I that, think that, I think that, I would have picked that just because one of them has like the ice cream bucket and one of them has the mm. cone, and I always go with the cone. Uh, so top I, or bottom? Yeah, that's I think like that's, top and bottom kind of thing, right? Yeah, You've got yeah, a receptacle yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Whatever that is, mm. the cone. The cone. Well, yeah, but they're both bottoms, really. Oh, yeah. Technically, if you're thinking in relation to ice cream, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the cone and the bucket are both bottoms. Mm. I think that would put you off buckets. I think you'd be a cone man from now, from forever on, if you were affected, if you met Zig, if you know what I mean. I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're in Baskin Robbins, they're like cup or cone. You're yep. like cup, mm. cup, <laughs> cup. <laughs> God. Go to New York, you can't even go to Coney Island. No, <laughs> <laughs> no receptacle. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> just, just drop it into I've my mouth, tra- actually. I've got total trauma. Yeah. I still love ice cream. But yeah. if you could just bring yeah. it into my mouth. <laughs> just put my head in the barrel and let me have a few bites. <laughs> I'm such a sweet tooth that I'm still able to eat ice cream in spite of what happened to me. But I, saw, I cannot um, have it out of the cone. I saw that I got fed an ad on Instagram about mm. – for some reason I follow like um, Melbourne tourism – Instagram pages and it's all like cool montages of like five restaurants you got to go to in Melbourne or five things you got to do in Melbourne. It makes me feel like I don't know yeah. I'm still there. But one was like this ice creamery where they don't use cones. They just hollow out croissants. Have you guys seen this or do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, yeah. uh, it's like yeah. gourmet ice cream in a – like they just halve a croissant and hollow it out and put ice yeah. cream in it and then they cover it in whatever chocolate you want. Looks real. Firstly, good. there's one in King Street on in Newtown. I know that for a, a fact. If you want to find one in Sydney, there's one in King Street. Right, ostentatious works it. there. Yeah, and <laughs> I am 
against it. Why? I'm against this as a concept. It's too much. Like ice cream is good enough but like I'm, I'm anti-cone when but it comes you're to... you're the same oh. dude who's like, like the only good thing about cake is icing. And now you're saying, like, ah. don't... No, the, no, not the only good thing. See, they don't misrepresent me in front of people, Zag, Now it's you. I'm just fucking throwing out. <laughs> icing is the best bit of cake. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that, like, the rest of the cake is without its own individual merits. No. I'm just now saying you that are reframing what you said. You said that cake no, is, an I- <laughs> is an icing delivery thing. It's like it's about the icing. The cake is merely just yeah. There but to- that, I was saying that in relation to carrot cake specifically. Oh, that like that's vegetable cake. Guys, the rest can you just give us five? We'll be walking back to you. In a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. This is yeah, I mean, Charlie's take- talking about cake has lost us. When you mm. talked about pedophiles, we were all in. <laughs> yeah, like that's sort yeah. of our forte, but. Cake, we don't have any experience with that. So. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, I do believe that, like, it's about the gelato or the ice cream or the, like, whatever it might be. In fact, I would go the opposite, which is, like, I like places where sometimes the gelato becomes the delivery mechanism. You don't need to add another delivery mechanism. Like, your yogurt or your gelato in your cup, you can then put stuff on top of. Toppings, oh, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't need to – you're adding at the wrong end. I'm fine with you adding something to the gelato or the ice cream on top of it, but you don't need to, like, what, whack it But what about a traditional ice. cone? Are you eating the cone or are you just throwing it away because it disgusts you? I don't – no, no, I'm getting it in a cup. <laughs> Except that when I go to Gelato Messina, I often get the conception, really? which is mashed up cone in the ice cream, but I still then eat that in a cup. So technically I will eat a cone <laughs> if it's mashed into my ice cream, but yes. not if it's used as a delivery advice, <laughs> you, which is a weird, like, line to draw yeah. in the sand. I do understand mm. now that I'm saying it out loud. You're a cup guy, Will, because from what other people have yeah. told me over the years, you're a massive fan of cones, I thought. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy doesn't so, care who he takes down. Uh, good fun stuff. <laughs> Talk about speaking to power. They, they call me the zig of comedy. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one thing that we know about your comedic references is, Carl, they're never going to be accused of pedophilia. They're all old age references. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all yeah. from thirty the, years ago. The pillar like, still are yeah. of comedy. Sorry, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. We, don't yeah. Need to, we don't need to see your ID on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, Andrew all Gaze my, has got grandkids. Yeah. It's fine, mate. All my references <laughs> could get into bars and drink from like thirty <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to point out, my headphones died as we were doing the pedophile yes. chat, in spite of being on ninety percent battery right before we started recording. As if they've just gone, I'm out. I want no part. Of Great. what you guys are talking right. about, Great. I don't I want mean, to be dragged into this. Yeah, they cancelled themselves. <laughs> Wise decision. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Content cancelling headphones. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, we asked to be on this show uh, just yes. because yeah. I, uh, we thought uh, this you is an issue, interesting thing to talk about. To we lobbied. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, because we have uh, uh, restarted what we've done a few years ago, which is the Kosamui International Podcast Festival. Of course, all of your listeners and most of uh, most of the world knows about this. The the biggest podcast festival in Southeast Asia. Um, now, it, I'm sure it is, a, and it's one of the only podcast festivals, I believe, in the world that only has one podcast mm. in it, which is us, the Little Dunham Club. Um, also, we're in, we're in a, we're doing it in Koh Samui, and we have picked a place where we have absolutely no listeners. So it is a, a podcast festival in Thailand where all the listeners and attendees are from Australia, the hosts are from Australia. Any further questions? 
<laughs> is, well, I, I've yeah. got a few questions. Like, Charlie, you probably will have a lot of – actually, you know I've what, I've got a lot Charlie, of questions. Because I, I know more about it, yeah. I have more inside knowledge. So let's not skip to my questions. Yeah. Let's go go on the basic level of someone who's wandering in a little bit more blind and <laughs> yeah. see what questions you have about this. Yeah. Well, and, I would and, actually li- – I'd like and, to hear I, that. And as, I said, I, as I've said this out loud, as I described it, I do realise for the first time how insane it sounds. So let me clarify to anyone listening yeah. at home. This is not a joke. This is a real thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all had great fun with Zig and Zag and mm. them touching children before, but let's get serious. This yeah. is a real thing that Just happened. Speaking of molesting children, let's talk about Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Good luck to whoever's in the editing suite for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I edit our show, so I'm used to having to cut this kind of right, stuff right, out. So this right. is me. Yeah. This is my vacation, yes. giving that workload yeah, to someone is, else. Yeah. <laughs> this is your version of what they say in therapy, hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> Editors make edits. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, anyway. do, I do. I do. I do have a question because I, I, I'm, I'm aware of it. I even know people who have gone over and performed at it. But what was the inception? Because I don't know, like, what, what, where did it come from? The idea come from? Because to me, on the surface, it feels like a tax dodge of some kind, mm, or there's some absolutely. kind of Let's importation happening. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. all, it all seems shady. It was, it was just me going there a bunch of times and then I think – I can't even remember. We'd have to go back. But There was a point where we were talking about why don't we go over with some – with like a couple of <laughs> guests, friends of the show and just spend a week there and record pods while we're there. Right. And then over time – I think we just talked oh, about that, that and like a few listeners – Like the Rolling Stones, they'll like book out a villa in – you know the Bahamas, and they'll go oh, there. Yeah. And they'll write, like they'll swim during the day, and then write their out, write the music at night. Was it kind yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, vibe? yeah, 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 yeah. Swim yes. during the yeah, day, you're right. at night. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, um, shoot up and um and and put out some <laughs> uh, the greatest content of yeah. the sixties. Friend of the show, Rick Rubin was going to come over with us and cut yeah. a few podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, and then I think yeah. we just us talking about that on the show. Some listeners started to message us and went, "Oh, if you went and did that, I'd you know I'd come along. I'd take a little." holiday around the same time and then it sort of yeah ballooned from there and, and we did this really weird thing where the first time we so we've done it three times then nothing for five years covid all that sort of stuff so we're doing it again in in june this year it's nearly sold out already i love that you say covid though Let, let's be honest here charlie because we might go past this one very quickly uh, and there will be a heap of other questions when carl is like oh you know what there was a break you know covid happened no 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 after the last one they did carl said because i love a big public statement about never doing anything ever again that it was never going to happen again <laughs> you literally said on the record it was done it was over it was never happening again and i don't want us to go past okay. the point that this is a massive retraction on that original statement of this is never happening well, again that's well, that's unfair because you listen to this show to our show and yeah. i don't so i forgot <laughs> so i forgot I said that, to be honest. <laughs> hey, in this country, we have a great tradition of performers saying they're done with things yeah. and then going back on yes. their words. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, did- no, I'm not holding you to account on it. I want to yeah. note it because it's one of my favorite things in the world. It's like <laughs> someone performing, you know, like saying that they're, you know, I'm never going on Twitter again because Elon Musk has taken over, and right, then like three days yes. later they're on Twitter again. Yeah. I love. <laughs> That's a good point because uh, didn't Motley Crue do that where they go, this is our final tour, we're never doing it yeah. again, so much so that they did a big pre- press conference, they signed contracts and went, you can sue us if we ever go on tour again and then they went on tour again. So I don't know yeah. how they got out of that. 
Mm. We, I wasn't silly enough to do that. I don't. Well, I don't even remember saying so the was, stuff that Will said. So was, who knows? So, maybe I did. Was it dumb little dumb dumb clubs? Yeah, I'm sure out loud, like <laughs> vehemently, made yeah. like a big deal of it's over. We are never doing this again. Yeah. This I, festival uh, is never happening again it, ever. It feels more like a Tommy thing to say than a Carl thing to say. I'll be honest. I mean, you were both in on it. Yeah. You both said it. Well, I remember. I'm remembering now. You did say if we ever do this again, I'm going to let Zag publicly fuck me up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, the boat sheds at and, and Zag's the one that's not really in, that into yeah. it. So, yeah, well, no, he's, he's, yeah, anyway. No, he likes older guys. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, exactly. Right. Same boat sheds. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. so do, you, do you guys? Do people pay? Do you make money from it? Is it like a you're making some? Mm. You wetting your beak a little? What's question. going on? Hey, don't. Hey, don't. Nah, don't show us your financials. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> this is look. It's, it's it's literally an expensive thing to do because it's like okay, so we have to get over there. We have to we bring guests over there. Um, yep. So yeah, we have to put them up, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, we do charge people to come because it is a festival. Like it is, it does sound like the fire festival mm. of comedy. Mm. That's for sure. Like every time we talk about it and say it to anyone, everyone just goes, "What are you talking about?" Because. We don't have management. We don't have anyone else producing it. We're doing this ourselves. So every step of the way, like I, I sent the deposit for our resort. Like we've booked out an entire By the way, resort as the other had day. Management for a very, very long time. If I asked them to get involved in something like this, they would say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would yeah. still have to be doing it myself because yes. if I rang them up and said I want to do a podcast festival in Thailand, <laughs> yes. could you book us a hotel and sell some? They'd be like, no, yeah. no, we can't. Come on, Kev, that put is the actually Tesla not something we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, the amount of time it took me to get a resort that that understood or wanted to be part of this was insane. It's like it's still just post-COVID over there. There's still empty resorts everywhere. People were still yeah. saying no to me. So, yeah. People were like, That's what are funny. you fucking talking you, about? You're saying resort, but for some reason I imagined you guys like in your bintang singlets like on stools on the beach like with people Indonesian, sitting up like Indonesian beach beer, chairs thank and you. shit. A little bit of respect reason. to hey? the fine people at Singer and Chang. Thank you. Uh, oh, yeah, well, you, know, you know what I mean. Uh, Southeast Asian oh, beer. All Asian beers are the same. Okay, okay, Mr. Yeah. Lily, we <laughs> get much, it, mate. Yeah. This is a bad area for you, Charlie. Old mate here is very specific yeah. about the difference between um, Thailand and Bali in yeah, the way yeah. that, you know, the, the people like us, amateurs, who are like, oh, yeah. Okay, let me – sorry, I won't say yeah. that. Yeah. Red Bull. You're if wearing you come at the king singlet. of Thailand, you'd best not miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just settling into my mastermind chair, so bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> So how many people do you get to a, to the yeah. to the festival? Well, what, what, what's been your biggest time, haul? I, th- I think we got like nearly three hundred for one of them, Holy which is crazy. Shit. Yeah, so it was like three hundred people on the beach every night doing shows, and then like other resorts were like walking down the beach and like coming into our resort and saying to people, "How do we?" How do we get one of these? Because like people were obviously it's like 300 people from Australia just with nothing to do but drink all day and also the sort of people that don't think, oh, maybe we should go out and explore. It's like, no, no, we'll sit in the hotel and pay Australian (laughs) prices for beers. Yeah. And so they were making an absolute killing. Like the resort we were in were like hitting me up several times a year going, do you want to make this like a two or three time a year thing or, you know, know, maybe we could do this again like next week. And um, so anyway, we're not going to that one again. But it was so successful for them um, 
but we found a, a, another one because uh, we went there three times. So now I found a slightly smaller one because I just thought this would be really funny if we book out an entire resort um, because mm. we did have a little bit of problem with the last resort because it was too big to completely book out. So we had to share it with like families and stuff. Yeah. And that, we, were is, yeah. we were getting complaints. We were literally of getting families coming were. up. It was, it, was, it was parents bringing their kids to, you know, get an ice cream and then going to the yeah. reception going, um, there's like five grown men calling each other a cunt. Um, <laughs> and can you make them not do that anymore when we're trying to get Raspberry Ripple? And they were literally like, if you want to spend as much money as them, Absolutely. Mm. If you want to buy like, you know, $20,000 worth of ice cream, we will tell them yeah, to stop didn't saying they, those words. After yeah. night one, they went and slid little notes under the doors of everyone mm. staying there being like, yeah, um, we've got a big group booking. There'll be some speeches happening in the main area <laughs> yeah. tonight. Yeah. Well, if you just, yeah. if you can, yeah, if you can, some if you can strong stay away from about 80s Australian comedians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was like it's, – it's, so the same thing is going to happen this year because it's a new resort. So at the moment, they don't understand. I have not told them what's going on. I've told them it's like a corporation retreat sort of thing. So they don't really know what's what they've got coming in uh, coming up. But at least the whole resort is booked up because, you know well, – It doesn't matter if it's it, – it, like, I mean, what I would – ideal scenario, this is honestly what I want because I had this experience once, which was the, the Melbourne Comedy Festival – uh, Ross Noble and Peter Hellier and a group of others, Crocodile Dundee in LA was coming out. And <laughs> so we, a whole bunch of us comedians booked out the gold class cinema, like, oh, you know, just like a wow. 30 seats or like a 40 <laughs> seats to, and for us to all to go and watch Crocodile Dundee in LA. And it was the the best fun because like I mean to be in the cinema with 38 other comedians like watching it on the but the thing was there'd been some fuck up and it was actually 28 comedians from the festival and one couple on a date oh, yes. and that made it the yes. best thing of all yes. time because it was a real like like this poor couple who had just stumbled into everybody else being on the exact same page right. and that's, they just decided to go to gold class and see Crocodile Dundee in that's so that's so good because it's the opposite of a stand up yeah. gig where you've got 28 comedians and only two punters. So you've got 28 yeah. comedians competing for the laughs of two people. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Did Ross not see any of the movie because he was just doing crowd work with the couple on the day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I would love for your podcast festival. There just has been some mistake and there's like one couple that are booked there for the, yeah, the yeah, entirety yeah. of the stage. Can yeah, I ask? Yeah, yeah. No, did, did you honestly, get honestly, there is – We got. I booked out the entire resort <clears> – <throat> And there is one room that they said we couldn't book out because someone lives there. So that is what's <laughs> going to happen. We literally oh will God. have. We will literally have one person that's going to be there. That's going to come down for dinner every night and go, "What the yes. fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Got to get them on the show. Got to get them on stage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did in, in that previous ones where we had just random people staying at the resort. We did get a couple of listeners out of that, didn't we? I feel like we heard from people oh, yeah. down the line afterwards where we were like mm. every now and then we go, oh, how, you know, how did you get into the show? And uh, a lot of times people say from you guys talking about us on TOEFOP, which is great and very kind of you. But, yeah, there was just this one guy who was like, yeah, I was one of those people just splashing around in the pool while you were doing your stupid show yeah. nearby <laughs> ruining my holiday. And then I got home and I thought – yeah, maybe I should listen to this show and see what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> My kids' first words were dumb cunt because yeah, of yeah. that <laughs> holiday we had. <laughs> but it reminds us. And there, there has been there's, – there's at least one guy that moved to Koh Samui off the back of it that just that came there, came for one festival. Really? And then what went, had he done? 
People yeah. only straight yeah. only like flee. Did he flee to Koh Samui or did he move to Koh Samui? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was there with his partner, so I think I think it was it was just like I don't know. Maybe it didn't even happen. Maybe I'm just sort of like visualizing it because I thought uh, I, look, you know I want I that might, to be. I might that's be what you're planning to do, and yeah. you've gotten your yeah, eyes yeah, crossed. Yeah, I, I did maybe. have a mate who left for Thailand. Kaiser in a Soze real, was his name, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so okay, well, Charlie, do you have any more questions? No, like I think I, got, I think I got the pitch. Or oh, when's this one happening? Is my other question. When's the next one? Next one. Yeah, didn't you say you got the, one the, coming? The, you're doing yes. it back. This this yeah. one. So you booked one a hotel. You booked a resort. Yes. You, like you, you, you want to sell the entire thing out for little dumb dumb fans. Like you're going over. Are you taking guests with you as well? Like yeah. who have you announced as guests Ju- that you're taking June, over? June fourteen. Uh, June nine to June fourteen. Um, the good thing is, is the resort is like what I like about the idea is you can just come if like if you've never heard us before, and even if today you're listening to this episode and you're a TOEFOP listener and you're listening to me and Tommy and going, don't really care for these guys. Yeah, you can you can look at the deal and go, that's a pretty cheap holiday. Let, <laughs> yeah. Let's just go and it, and when the shows are on. We'll go down the road. Yeah. yeah we'll if you can pub. come along and prove to us that did, you did not watch a single podcast that we did while we were there, we'll, get, uh, we'll give you a T-shirt or that something. you actually really don't like us. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Yeah, just like, it was just a reasonable price on a hotel yeah, room. Yeah, and I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the middle of winter. It's literally like I, I arrange it every year when winter really hits Melbourne really hard. So it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's a really good time of year to go. Um, but, yeah, so you can just you can just – have that as your break for the year and take that a holiday and a holiday from us as well. Just go down to the pub, go down the pig and whistle down the road and have a few beers. L- listen for when people stop calling each other cunts and then come back to your resort. And <laughs> a lot then- of people, a lot of podcasts at the moment, they're trying to pivot into doing this like video content for Instagram and TikTok. We're going in a different direction. We're pivoting into being a competitor to Expedia. That's yeah. what we're trying to, <laughs> yeah. that's our big move for we're, the pod. We're taking on Kentucky. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do think there is an element of this. Like, you know, you were talking about on your show about like, you know, the Merv Hughes-led cricket tours that he does. Yeah. where he goes over to the ashes or whatever and he takes a group of people who love cricket and they, but they're really just going on like a holiday together and it's a package to a holiday and, yeah. you know, like Merv's kind of the – just the figurehead of this sort of package tour mm. and so there's some events and things that you can do but – it's not compulsory to go no. to all the events. You can just have a holiday where you know that there's some stuff on that's on that holiday. No, but you're completely right because some people like don't want to just go somewhere and sort of mm. walk around and figure out where they want to go themselves. Some people sort of like to be mm. told. Like I, I thought everyone would be like that the first time and then you get there and I put out a few tips when, look, I, you know, I've been here a bunch of times. Here's a bunch of places I like to go to just for starting points thinking, yeah. oh, they won't go. And then I tried to get into the places I wanted to go to and couldn't fucking get in because they all <laughs> – all these people didn't have fucking <laughs> minds of their own and just went to my restaurants, my favourite restaurants, and wrecked it for me. So, you know, <laughs> but this is, yeah, but you've got to lean into that. Like, yeah. you know, they're looking, I mean, it's sad for me to say this out loud, but it seems that these people are looking to you for leadership and guidance. <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> well, that's why you said you'd never, ever do the podcast festival ever again was because you want to protect the sanctity of your favourite restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. able to get into them. Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, I've been there since. I've been back there since and the same restaurateurs are like, 
pleading with me, going, can you please help our restaurant? Do what you did last time and like send all these hundreds of Australians but this back. Is, essentially, this is what a promoter is, right? Like a nightclub promoter. You become the guy who has the deal with, you have a deal with the local restaurant, you have a yeah. deal with the local nightclub, you have a deal with the elephant place or whatever it might be. And every time you bring a group of people in, they pay you a little kickback for the whole oh, thing. Yeah. That I wish. like all your... I wish, but it never works like that. Like this is I, – I always hear, like I'm always sending people to my favourite restaurants over there and mm. they always come back to me and go, man, thank you so much for sending. It was such a great restaurant. And they gave me all these free stuff and I'm like, cool. I've <laughs> never gotten anything free from this restaurant. They've never done that for yeah. me. But but that's not – you're doing the wrong way around. You've got to get the stuff up front. You've got to be like I yeah. can yeah. get like over the next week I can get – what can I tell you? At the moment I've got – 80 people deciding where they're going to eat tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Those people could come in here and they could all eat and they're all big spenders yeah. or they could eat down the road as well. There's a couple of places down the road that have decided I can eat free for the rest of the week if I bring I them love, all in tomorrow I love night. how, how, Will, how that's, I, Will, how Will's got a gangster with it. Like, podcast festivals? <laughs> how, how have I organised four of these things and I haven't worked that out yet? Yeah. How have I, you, need to, you need to lean in and go full Red Bull promo girl with it, get your car painted up yes. like the Thai flag, yeah. drive around in a little Thai flag speedo yeah. and just, uh, yeah, be going down to St Kilda and handing out vouchers but for it, restaurants in Thailand. Yeah. But no, no, I mean, you've literally, there should be a, I mean, again, like the minute that you get there, slid under the door should be a, if you're looking to have a drink, go to blah, blah, blah. If you're looking to have like eat at a restaurant, here are the top five. Each of these restaurants have got a deal that if you say Little Dum Dum Club, like it's 10% off what's already yeah. a really cheap meal. Like you, you've got to do all that in advance. Get your deals Dum Dum Dollars. Have you thought about handing yeah, out Dum Dum Dollars? No. This does feel like, yes. this feels like we're interviewing, <laughs> this feels like we're interviewing Will for a position on the board of the podcast festival. <laughs> yeah. Now, Will, what would you say is your biggest weakness? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, you know, no, just it, my my affection for you guys. <laughs> no, you know you know what this needs to be. Instead of like saying, "Oh, this is where you can go if you want to," what it is is I hire a massive tuk tuk with a big trailer on the back. I turn yep. it into the Chandler reality tour. Oh yeah, we that's good. Then go to all the places that I I I went to on the first time I went to Koh Samui, mm. and then I have then the perfect. deal with all of them. Yeah, you have yeah. a deal with each of them. It's part of a circuit. You do them in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put it together. By the way, Carl, you know what this is? An opportunity to pop over to Thailand before this trip just to do a little recce yeah. and get all your deals in place. That's how you pitch it to the family. I've got to go over before the podcast oh. festival. I've oh. got to get all my deals in place so that I can do this tour. Please don't remind me. My wife said the other day when I was having trouble organising, going, you know what you should have done? You should have just gone to yourself by yourself to Thailand like a couple of weeks ago and just sorted all this out by yourself. Yes. You're like, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I Could did. I have done that? <laughs> yes. Could I have done that? Could I have got another trip to Thailand out of this? Fucking you hell. You can still do it. It's not too late. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm not your wife, but yeah. I reckon it's not yeah. too – if you're doing it to put the deals together, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, this could pay for your next, you know, half a dozen trips yeah. to Thailand if you yeah. do this properly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, then there's one after the festival to do sort of the exit surveys yes. with all the restaurants <laughs> and stuff. How did it go? Felt about did it? you feel like it was worth it? Mm. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Mm. Maybe you pitch around to a few other restaurants that yeah. they could be part of the action next yeah. time yeah. now that they've seen it work so well. I mean, look, I, I would I, I would like to say I feel a little bit dirty the idea of going, oh, how do I make more money out of this third world country, these people mm. that are on their knees that are living in shanties but when they go not. on. On their knees. Hang on. You're, you're making, making, you're making, making 
money their from money. the Australians who are coming over. That's why yeah. you get the dumb dumb dollars. Oh, so no, people, no, no, I don't they, mean that. I yeah. mean I mean going into these restaurants and going, yeah, but what are you going to do for me? And yeah. it's like, um, I have a baby. They want the business. On the road. I don't think, mate, you're doing something for them. <laughs> you're you're just bringing a little in taste like, back in the opposite direction. Yeah, hey, anyway, how are you two more cunts than me? What's going on here? <laughs> this, we're not. Is there something wrong with this internet connection? Mate, like, and when you are getting lessons in competence from Charlie and I, we have not made a dollar from this podcast this in fourteen not, years. Yeah, you, like you have to actually be trying not to make money. Like our books, are, our books look suspicious to proper accountants. They're like, there's no way you couldn't have made any. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it sounds like it's the blind leading the blind with this one. Okay, well. I'll I'll look into it. There's still plenty of time. You're right. There is a possibility. I do want to make sure that people like people do want to know what uh, what to do during the day. Really, all yes. we've really said to them is say, said, "Look, we're going to do a show every night. We do live podcasts. We've got guests. You did ask half an hour ago. Uh, we've got guests. We've got Cameron James. Mm-hmm. We've got Danielle Walker. Mm-hmm. Should we announce when does this episode come out? We'll, we we can announce. We're thinking Friday. Now, right? It's going to be Friday. Friday. Yeah. Well, we can we, we can give yeah. it we can give a tofop exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, go on. Uh, uh, Harley Breen and oh, yes, uh, nice. and and the least surprising announcement of all time, Brett, Brett Blake. Um, now he wasn't invited. He's actually invited himself, so <laughs> nice. he'll um, he'll just be. There. I think he's technically coming as a punter at this point. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and Chris Lilly may be there, although you'll never be able yeah. to tell with the staff. You'll never be able to tell. No, it's yeah. yeah, yes. It's yeah. like where's yeah. Wally? You just have to walk around and work yeah. out. <laughs> Where's Chris yeah. Lilly? Which one's Chris <laughs> Lilly? <laughs> if you want to win hundred <laughs> dumb dumb dollars, you've got to find out <laughs> which one of these people is Chris Lilly. <laughs> yeah, that, actually, that, that'd be another good way as well. Going through our resort, picking which one's the yeah. non dumb dumb fan, which one's the mm. person who lives there. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. Oh yes. Yeah. What do you call yeah. dumb 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 fans? Dickheads. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't dickheads? think we ever really we we call people aware, kind of aware, which yeah, yeah I think aware-y. was oh, a. That's good. Uh, we we talked about that a long time ago because we said you know people because you know it seems very way too strong to to call anyone that likes us fans of us because generally we get a lot of abuse Listeners. rather than people saying we love you. Mm-hmm. So we 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 sort of set on saying you know there are people that are aware of us rather than people that love us. Mm. So um, yeah, that it, it turned into awareies. So um, I like that. Yeah, that's it, good. Aware yeah, is. yeah, yeah. It, it's it's um. There's not a lot of um, uh, super affection, but there is a lot of recognition. Mm. Yeah, so that's good. Um, well, but- uh, see, I think that honestly, people are looking for. They want to know you're the expert. They want to know what they should be doing with their days, but also because it's going to kind of form the the content of. Like sometimes uh, – here's what I'm thinking. I know that you love Thailand but I feel like Thailand is just part of the adventure. I think next time it's some sort of cruise to Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, like I think what you should be looking for is like Dum Dum at Sea, like it's a Dum yeah. Dum themed oh, cruise man. that then gets you to Thailand. It's honestly, like a back and forward honestly, for the Dum Dum Honestly, I'm – All aboard, I, yeah. Honestly, yes. I'm really shocked that in three festivals no one has died yet. 
And that would mm. confirm it. Don't if we put it. it. If we put it on water, <laughs> absolutely not. Can I, you imagine if we had have said if we hadn't have said in 2019 that that was going to yeah. be the last one, and then 2020 we're like, all right, guys, we've got to go bigger and better. We're doing a cruise, the yeah. Ruby Princess yeah. Dum Dum Podcast Festival, <laughs> and then we're just like, <laughs> we're just in the docks for like a month trapped on board, all the guests with this mysterious new disease, yeah, but yeah, us yeah. rubbing our hands together, going like, what a boon for content. Yeah, this yeah, is fantastic. Yeah. We're doing five episodes a day. This is awesome. Yeah. But I think it is very very relatable if you like they have those music themed cruises, right? Like if you're a comedy themed cruises and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. they have comedy practical jokers and Yeah. So I mean, look, we don't need a big boat, right? Like, I mean, you know, we're going to like downsize a little when it comes to like the size of vessel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but, like yeah, oh, I know what you meant. Well, so you're thinking like well, like when when I did the getaway, the cruise for getaway, that was like a, a ninety capacity, like ninety guests on that boat. Perfect. So it wasn't like That's, a huge yeah. number. So you get something you, like that. Can you float a ninety seater from like w- would it get from like you know Melbourne to Thailand? How long would it take? A ninety seater. <laughs> so, so how long to sail? So from would it leave from Perth? From Perth to I'll look it up. Perth to Coast Maui. To, Man, to, no, to no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What if we sure, just do? Right? Yeah. What if our cruise is just we have to go really small? We keep it really boutique. We just get one of those go boat things yeah. that goes down the Yarra River, and we oh, do yeah. it during Moomba, and our guests are all mm. previous. Kings and queens of Moomba. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> but, but only the cancelled ones. Only yeah. the cancelled ones. The ones who've yeah. since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, obviously the ones that have anything good going on aren't dealing with us. So, But, okay. yeah, but look, there's, there's, there's so, similar things that have happened since and this is the thing because yeah. I kind of think no one's ever done what we've done, certainly to start with because it, it's such a bizarre idea to go to a different country, do it to, mm. to people that, aren't, that don't live in that country. Uh, uh, so what I have seen since we've done our thing, and I don't want to say they've ripped off our idea, but Delta Goodrum and the Living End went to the yeah. Maldives and that they did this thing where it's like come and see Delta every night and the Living End every night and you go to the Maldives and it was like on the beach like we did it. And yeah. so I've seen that and they're doing it again and I saw the ad the other day and I watched really closely and I looked at the way they'd framed it and they had, they'd framed it really closely and I was like, you know what? I think we fucking sold more tickets than Delta. We got her. We got Delta. They, honestly, the way they framed it, I reckon they got about 70 people there. We got 200, 300 very people. very expensive though. Yeah, I was going to say the profit margin I reckon is <laughs> yeah, a little don't higher. Don't take like this away from us. Ticket or something. <laughs> don't take this away from us. And I, we I sold more than Delta Goodrum. I don't, I don't know how I, as a fellow cancer survivor, I don't know how I feel about you coming after Delta Goodrum, I'm sorry to say. Hey, by, yeah. by the way, you could sail from Perth to Phuket in 11 days. 11 Ooh. days, there you go. That's 11. not bad. 11 days. That's wow. a, yeah, there's yeah. a few cruises, like big cruise companies that do it. But So I don't know how big the ships are. I mean maybe By the way, just let's, longer, but. let's have a think about the people you would yeah. be you'd be spending time with on a boat that are, are from Perth and want to go to Phuket. Let's have a think yeah. about the, those people and whether you'd be able to survive 11 days. Get some those good drugs. Yeah, I mean, I, That's what, what I'd like is I'm sure yeah, be some I mean, awesome speed, <laughs> like biker <laughs> grade speed. On that boat. <laughs> and the great thing is that no one cares about you taking drugs offshore. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. you can get oh, on yeah. the boat with as many drugs as you absolutely wanted as long as they oh were all God. done by the time you got That's there. That's true. Yeah, Imagine the kinds of podcasts we could record in international waters. Yeah. My yes. Lord. Yeah. Get Chris Lilly out there. He'd be fine to do we, whatever. We could make as many yeah. zag jokes as we like. That's impossible. Absolutely. I mean, imagine if you, you convince people that was the rule. You could say, what? Well, once you're in international waters, 
orders. Yeah. You can goes. finally say yeah. whatever you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes like the purge, an 11 day yeah, yeah. purge yeah. over to Thailand, yeah. anything goes, yeah. international waters. Yeah. Yeah, you, you give Zig and Zag back their crowns, and they yep. can they can be still part of the monarchy out yep. there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so I, I'm I am interested in like this idea of how you do spend your day as the people who are essentially the the stars of the podcast. You are amongst your audience. So All one day, of the reasons yeah. that. So yeah, to use the cruise example, I have friends who do comedy on cruise ships and they always really enjoy the experience. And, you know, they say that the theatres are really good and, like, the audiences are actually pretty good and, like, you know, normally away with a few comedians and you can just hang out and, you know, have a good time, all these sort of things. But the thing that prevents me from ever trying going on a cruise ship is this idea that for good or for ill, you are stuck in the same place as your audience is. Yep is stuck in. Like, you know, I've never been one of those comedians who greets greets the audience at the door at the start of the show or any of those sort of things. Like, you know, I like a theatre that has a back entrance and everybody else comes in yeah. the front and I can come in the back. I feel like that seems to be the way that, like, you know, you've seen me at my best. You don't need to see me the rest of the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I, as opposed to me and Tommy, I mean, we like to, mm. to be closer to the audience given that we're usually playing to 30 people and you're playing to fucking 3,000. So, it's you know, it's more of a natural thing. Yeah. For us to get to know everyone. Yeah, when you play a venue without a back door, it's pretty hard to really sneak out when you're using <laughs> the same no entrance and exit as the audience. <laughs> when the people on the stage are only slightly outnumbered by the people in the chairs, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a different relationship. <laughs> so you're fine with the whole like being that close with your audience thing? It's, like, it's, I mean, it's okay. I mean, yeah, here's the thing. With the festival, what, what we've kind of learned over the years is we don't do a show on the first night. And people sort of go, oh, what's happening on the first night? It's like, oh, it's just opening night party. And that's because uh, I think if we tried to do a show, we would literally get clocked in the head by a couple of empty Chang bottles. People get way too excited and way yep. too drunk and way too all that okay. sort of stuff. So I've, we've had those opening night things where people have just come up and gone, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I don't even <laughs> fucking like your podcast. It's like, fuck, the festival hasn't even started yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then the next night they go, oh, how come you're acting so weird? It's like because you tried to kill me last night. They're yeah. like, oh, I don't remember yeah. that at all. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So but then yeah. that second day they've had a smoothie, they've had a massage. They're yeah. like, you know, I was wrong last night. I've chilled yeah. out. I've had a beautiful day on the beach. Mm. I've gotten all the I've gotten all the first world anger out of my body. <laughs> I'm a lot more relaxed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, weed's, got, weed's legal in Thailand now, right? So you're already – it is, yeah. It is at the moment, as, as time of recording, um, it is, and um, there's a conservative government that have just got in, so things may okay. change, but we're, we're holding on, on to hope that it will still be there. They've said they'll do something in the next six months. We're there in about just under five months, so hopefully they just <laughs> hold on until we leave town and then they can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> I mean, I um, first went to Thailand when I was 17 when it was like ultra conservative. You go to the Bangkok Hilton for 50 years for weed and it did not diminish anyone's enthusiasm for smoking weed when I was there. Like it was it was very yeah, much yeah. just ca- just carry enough money to bribe a cop and you'll be fine. That was the advice right. we were given. It, it is a magnificent land of contrast where you can't go into a temple without being fully clothed and then you can get a suck job across the road for 50 cents. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in the country. 
Yeah. And they still call it a suck job. That's how old school they are over there. Get with the job. times, guys. <laughs> that, that is a guy visiting a prostitute for the very first time and he's nervous. Yeah, yeah. And he knows he uh, wants to knows. ask for something. No, but that's, that's a girl talking. That's a guy talking to a girl for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't know why we're mocking this guy. This guy is right. Yeah. Like there is so much more sucking involved than blowing. Yeah, and yeah, like we're yeah. happy to use this like like term that has been misguiding children throughout like exactly. teenagers throughout history. There's been a lot of disappointed right? sixteen year old boys that have that have yeah. had to explain to it to their little friend that that's not technically yeah. what it is. Yeah, a friend of mine, like, his his first ever experience with that was literally that a girl going like Wow. Try to inflate his penis. Uh, <laughs> happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> I mean, it's in the name. It's not their fault. They're yeah. young. They yeah. don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. you got to cover this on Gruen Will. The, the blowjob <laughs> yeah. blow needs a rebrand. Yeah. Rebrand the blowjob. The pitch. We've got two of the best ad agencies in Australia. So. <laughs> rebrand it to suck job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that guy Simon with four eyes? What's he got to say about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah give us a give, Simon with four eyes <laughs> reference. Gruen's been on for sixteen years, and he was already a cliche before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you met Simon me? With two Come eyes. on, Simon. That's great. Simon though. Reynolds. Like, yeah. Simon Reynolds. Exactly. What was his name? Yeah. Simon Reynolds. Simon, Simon Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, a, yeah. I did awards yeah. school when I was living in Sydney. That's like the advertising. The the where you know they train you to be a copywriter or, mm. or art director. And he was my mentor for for six weeks at whatever agency he was. Oh at. my god. Who are you, Forrest yeah. Gump? Have you been part of everything in Australia? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And a very eventful Char- 2000s. Yeah. Charlie's the Forrest Gump of uh, Carl's old references. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you've got. <laughs> That's true. It's actually they meet perfectly. <laughs> well, On the Fruiterer, yeah, Simon Reynolds, Chris Lilly. What else you got for uh, me? Yeah. Daryl Summers. Don't tell me about the time I'm, I broke I'm, into Daryl Summers' dressing room. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to hear about your girlfriend, by the way, and what happened to her. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Rich of either of us to accuse anyone of being Forrest Gump, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really break into yeah, Daryl Summers' dressing room? Is, it, is, is that yeah, a thing that happened? Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was when the first season of Dancing with the Stars. They would park. He had his own private like trailer, like Winnebago type thing that they would park at Channel yeah. Seven Studios. And I was filming Blue Healers in the next studio. So on the lunch break, there was a kid who played my son on the show. We'd go out and play down ball like on our lunch break, and right next to Daryl's trailer. And I said, to, I saw a window was open, so I said to this kid, "Hey, if I boost you up." Do you reckon you can crawl in that window and unlock Daryl's trailer? And so he said, yeah, sure. So I boosted him wow. up and he crawled through and opened the door. And we went in and I was like, oh, this will be fun. And then I immediately, as soon as I stepped in, I was like, we shouldn't be here. <laughs> this is wrong. It no, was yeah, like a nothing giant. Nothing but Aussie Austrian like sex dolls. It was yeah. like, it was like a, um, the apartment of like, uh, who's the guy from American Psycho? Patrick Bateman. Like, Everything was very meticulously laid out and neat uh, and there was this giant – I just remember this giant framed photo of, of Brooke Shields on the wall. What? Like a really like – a, like a portrait because Brooke Shields was like a model before hang she on, was hang like on, an actress. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Was this Zig's trailer or was this Daryl's trailer? <laughs> no. <laughs> was this her in Blue Lagoon? <laughs> no, no, past that. It was kind okay, of – right, right. but later – but it was just an old huge photo, like portrait of Brooke Shields in, a, in like a gilded frame. 
Wow, I would never have picked. I thought uh, I would have put a million dollars on it being a framed picture of Daryl Summers in there. Yeah, as <laughs> oh, Ozzy Ostrich. It'd be weirder yeah. if it was just like a beautiful like oil painting of Ozzy Ostrich, like reclining, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a bed or something like that. Draw me like one of your French girls. Yeah, <laughs> just showing exactly where the hand goes. Yeah, I needed to um, just circle back on Forrest Gump because I've had a question that I've been meaning to ask you, and I'll forget to ask you. I've forgotten in real life, and I've mean, been meaning to ask you this question for a couple of weeks, and I just really needed to know the answer, which was when you were on the podcast talking about Forrest Gump having mm. AIDS. Yeah, in the movie Forrest Gump, which it isn't Forrest Gump who has AIDS; yes. it's uh, Jenny. <laughs> Uh, who has AIDS. And and I remember um, I was listening to this. I reckon I was driving home for Christmas <laughs> and I'm listening to you talk about this and I'm like, I'm not going to mention message them because I know that they're going to get a whole bunch of – like because yeah. it was yeah. a long riff yeah. about how at the end of Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump has AIDS. And I was yeah. like, you are misremembering. It's fucking so bad. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, yeah, it is, that is not – it just is – you're just so wrong in this and like the whole riff is built yeah. on it and like it won't stop. Like I'm yeah. like, I oh, know that move on from it in a second but no it like kept going and going about how weird it was that that was the end of that film that he got AIDS at the end and I'm like he didn't he didn't though it would yeah. be yeah. weird but yeah. that yeah. is not what happened you remember that scene well, in Forrest Gump where he said well, life is like yeah. a condom you never know if it's yeah. going to work yeah. well Will you said you don't like hanging out with all the fans well you were hanging out with all yeah. our fans that day because uh-huh. everyone was doing the same thing yep. becoming infuriated and going he doesn't have AIDS he didn't get AIDS yeah there was a lot of cold in yeah. my stocking that Christmas morning and they were all comments <laughs> yeah. of, you fucking idiot, did you even watch the film? Which, uh, yeah, I yeah, I was completely wrong about that. But my point, my main point about that was that it is, even though it is, it's Jenny that has the AIDS, is that it's weird how they just completely sort of, they just dance around uh-huh. it. Like they never kind of uh-huh. say... Like they're so vague about what it is when Philadelphia has come out like the year before. That was my main point of it, that it's like all the rest of the film is so on the nose and then they have this thing at the very end where they're just like, who knows what it could be. Yeah, Daslo was weird about it. He's like, it's weird how they're Mm. dancing around. They're not even saying how Forrest Gump has AIDS. That's because he doesn't have AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) It happens in almost every film. In any film that you watch, go to the cinema right now. Priscilla, The Iron Claw. None of them are talking about how Forrest Gump has AIDS. In none of the the other Tom Cruise Hanks movies. It's weird where he went from one movie where he had AIDS to another movie where he had AIDS in that movie as well. Except he didn't do that. He doesn't mention it in the Polar Express either that he has AIDS in that movie. It's bizarre. <laughs> My I lord! Knew, I mean, it was one of those ones as like someone who's podcasted for as long as you've podcasted, where I just because we've we do that all the time, some version of that shit that like is making mm. someone so bad. Oh, we did it so like, deep in. Like two weeks ago, we were talking about the Nirvana album in uh, yeah. utero that Will and I kept calling in utero because that's uh, what <laughs> it was, and we had. Because we're Australian <laughs> men. We're yeah. In utero. Like as and if we had so word, many people like complaining. And I thought that yeah. the, I thought, oh, at least it would be a 50-50 split. Mm. Some say in utero, some say in utero. No, no, it turns out that it was just Will and I apparently wow. yeah, great. in utero. 
Right. Because you yeah. either so you be- either shoot from the hip yeah. and you get it wrong or you look it up on your phone as you're recording and you get messages going, oh, good one, guys. We're just listening to you Google things for an hour. Yeah, thanks yeah, thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah. Oh, if people complained oh. about us doing that, we wouldn't have a fucking show. That's all <laughs> I was going to say, this is not the place to, for people to complain about us Googling things, which is about 75% <laughs> of the content that is on this show. I mean, there should be more of it on our show, to be honest, off the back of that riff. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, every, you know, you need, you need engagement on social social media so it's a good way to get a lot of comments and messages is to just say something that's deliberately wrong and yeah, the socials yeah, yeah. will light up we've been doing that for 13 years we've been doing bad comedy for 13 years just to get a reaction going guys this is terrible and it's worked okay we've got four podcast vessels in asia out of it so yeah yeah, yeah. honestly engagement is the, like now that things are measured in engagement it is literally one of those things where being wrong mm. is much better so of the hierarchy being right but like about a controversial issue that everyone's going to argue about, that's probably your ideal situation. Mm. Like, But being right about like a non-controversial thing that nobody's going to argue about, not that useful to you. Like yeah. people don't like <laughs> things enough. You need some people to yeah. weigh in and hate it and think it's shit, right? Yeah. Like yeah. So apparently people don't care if you eat ice cream out of a cup or a cone. <laughs> like that's <laughs> not controversial. We should, we should have deliberately got the zig and zag one wrong. We should have, yeah, we should have said it. Maybe yeah. zag was a bad one. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it. Then you get the engagement on what is going on. Like just deliberately provocative stuff is literally – there's a whole bunch of people who make their living doing some version of that. But I wanted to – I'm aware of how long we've been talking for and I – there's one thing that we haven't talked about because Charlie cut me off as I was about to (laughs) – you know, I was about to like just do some nice off-air friendly – like you know, like with some friendship to say to congratulations to to Tommy and 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 Charlie gave me a big shush it. You can't congratulate Tommy. We've got a podcast to do. We're going to do it on air. And now I was worried that we we're going to run out of time for me to actually. And then I was going to walk away from this and not being able to actually congratulate you. Well, so let, let's get in. Congratulations, Tommy, the new king of well Moomba. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They said they have a very specific criteria. They got a tie. Uh, you might they got a tie over at Moomba. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, well, here's you your, know. Here's your, here's your cone hat and your face makeup. Here's my CV. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the cone guy is okay. It's the other guy who's the problem. <laughs> we need to point this out. The cone guy was fine. <laughs> yeah, he was the non-dodgy old man in makeup talking to kids with an ice cream on his head. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, legal. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, Tommy, uh, Tommy got engaged. You're, you're, you're engaged. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Uh, like two weeks ago, I think. Um, yeah. Exciting stuff. I'm wearing, I don't know if you put the video up of this, but when we got up the next day after getting engaged, my uh, fiance was saying that she thinks it's unfair that uh, men uh, the, the men don't get an engagement ring. Uh, and so we were in Lawn and she went down to the surf shop at Lawn and got me this beautiful yin and yang uh, engagement oh, cool. ring for $15 from the surf shop yeah. down the street. He's engaged to the farting dog from Mambo, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a big weekend, so not far off the truth at the moment. <laughs> I mean, and I've got to be honest, the amount of times somebody's referred to Tommy as a modern-day Reg Mombasa. <laughs> <So, laughs> well, they both got fake... 
ethnic last name. That's true. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) An actual fact. Yeah. Uh, So I like the idea of the substitute ring though because like even – so my brother and his wife, they on the farm because they both like it's dangerous to wear like a wedding ring, you know, when you're doing like farming shit, like, you know, when you work with your hands. In in case you want to pick up a cow and they think, oh, he's taken. Yeah. You got to let the no cows. (laughs) You got to let the cows know that you're still on the market for them to really produce that milk if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah why, would they, why would they give the milk and they get you for free or something? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're like, we're the ones who know. We're the cows from that very saying. And that was But they have like a silicon or a silica or some sort of like like ring that they can wear, which is like their sort of like a ring you get out of your clothes. toilet, the toilet, you know, your, your the cistern, like the like a yeah, rubber, like specifically <laughs> made, but based on the same principles, I imagine. Yeah, some <laughs> yeah, sort right. of rubber ring. Yeah, that is like yeah. you can so like it's kind of your casual clothes. Yep. Ring, so that oh. it's more your practical. If I'm doing stuff, it's like a like stunt I'm still ring. Wearing, it's not the yeah, one. I'm still it's wearing not a the, ring, but it's not the one that you put on, like you know, Rams testicles to make them drop off. Is it? It's not that one. <laughs> I mean, it's again, it's not that one, but it okay. is similar right. in design to that one. I mean, if you right. needed yeah. to get rid of some Rams testicles <laughs> and you didn't have the proper ring, I bet this one could probably do the job. Right. When right. I um, played a married character on Home and Away, I would have to go to work to take off this wedding ring. And then put yeah. on an identical wedding ring. It was insisted by wardrobe. <laughs> so I couldn't wear your own. Can't we just Why? like no? Because I wasn't married when my character got mm. married, and so I, I it was like a, the ring was slightly different. And then they changed it, but they said just you know what, let's just keep them separate. We don't want to we don't want to fuck with the continuity of home and away. Yeah. No, you're right. That that's what would have like absolutely taken you out of the reality people. of home and away. Other than yeah. that, yeah, your rings, your actual ring is like aged too much. They're like the train spotters are going to be zooming yeah, in yeah. the video, and they're going to well, it's, it's going to destroy the reality of this. TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, if it's one thing I know about thirteen year old girls, it's that's attention to detail of wedding rings. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we should wrap right. this up because we have to do another. We have to do another show straight after this. Um, so, have you got? Can you like your? There's links and stuff, right? If people want to buy yep. tickets and go to Thailand to be part of this craziness, Kosamui, well, can they? In, is there still tickets available? There, there is literally. I think we have five rooms left in this entire okay. resort, which is crazy. So, um, this yeah, is good. Kosamui International Podcast Festival. It's June nine till fourteen. It's five nights of whatever the fuck this is. Podcast stand up. Um, you get to go to uh, great food, great weather. Look, all the other stuff that's not our stuff is worth going to. Like I said, come <laughs> and ignore the podcast. Take the take five nights off. Yeah. But um, I mean, it, you don't have to sell it like this, you know. Like <laughs> you could just like hope that in the thousands of people who are going to be listening to this, there might be five who just like it for what it is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why do you already have to go to the? I've just got to get rid of these rooms. I get that you've got to get rid of the rooms, but like, why not sell them to someone who'll enjoy them first? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you could do <laughs> whatever, that as well. Yeah, whatever gets you over the line. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you think that you. Might might be too annoyed yeah. sitting on the beach listening to factual inadequacies about Forrest Gump and yeah. you'd rather just like sit in your room and watch in-house movies, Look, watch actual Forrest Gump, then go Look, for it. Will, you play to thousands of people. We don't. We've been beaten. <laughs> like this is this is what this is how we think. <laughs> this is what we think our appeal is. 
something else other than our comedy. Okay, so um, so it's not, it's not very uh, uh, a room slash. Um, June 9 to 14, uh, what, stand-up uh, uh, podcasting, heaps of stuff like that. It's just a great time to get away from the Australian winter and yeah. uh, uh, and go to 32 degrees every day. And, uh, you know, we joke about it, but it's an actual ball. We've had uh, a bunch of people, like, get married off the back mm. of it. Heaps of people become really great mates because, you know, it is like a little, you know, uh, uh, clubhouse, a little Contiki trip away where heaps of people hang out now and they've got lifelong friendships and stuff out of it. Um, and so, yeah, it actually is, all jokes aside, and a lot of people say that about our comedy, but um, uh, it is like great. <laughs> it is great fun. So let's rename our podcast that. All jokes aside, uh, yeah, all that's jokes aside. our new motto. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, people can listen to Little Dum Dum Club, uh, yeah. one of, of the world's longest running comedy podcast. Description. Yeah. We'll put out all yeah. the links in the episode description. So Will's an actual out, listener of ours, which we always find very, it's very true. sweet. I'm a Patreon subscriber. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. a yes, yeah, so I'm a paid up uh, list. I would even come to your like dumb festival if um you know like I and I say dumb festival like name dumb, brand dumb recognition festival. dumb dumb festival yeah. not like <laughs> you know it sounds like a fun time if like you know no I wouldn't but like <laughs> but, but like. But it does, in th- theory, sounds like a good time. Um, yeah, well, it's all, all details, littledumdumclub.com, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Thanks for having us. Listener.